Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Millennial Love, the independent lifestyle desk's weekly podcast on love, dating and relationships. Hosted by me, Olivia Petter, lifestyle writer. And me, Rachel Hosey, assistant lifestyle editor. Each week, we're discussing the core dating issues affecting millennials today. There are endless podcasts out there on relationships, but as two single ladies in our 20s, we didn't feel any really reflected our own experiences. And that's why we decided to launch Millennial Love. This week, we are talking about sliding into someone's DMs, which is only a phrase that I learned this summer. Um, But basically, we're going to talk about if there's ever a non-creepy way to do it. And for those who don't know, it's when you message someone on social media in a private messaging system. So, for example, in Twitter, it would be in the little messages box or in Instagram. It would be in the private messages again. DMs standing for direct message, yes. not Doc Martens. No, as someone on our team thought earlier when we were discussing Sliding it. into your DMs. Just slide into those Doc Martens. Um, and then we're also going to talk about getting the ick, which if you watched Love Island, you will know very well what that is. But it's basically when you see someone and then all of a sudden out of nowhere, something happens and you feel repulsed by them and everything they do cringes you out. And it's a nightmare. It's going to be a fun one. I have a lot to say on that. (laughs) Much experience with the ick. But let's not get ahead of ourselves. So what have you been up to this week, Livy? So I started my week by getting up absurdly early to work on the Golden Globes and talk about the red carpet. Ah, yes. Which this year was particularly interesting because obviously everyone was wearing black Mm. uh, in protest of sexual misconduct in Hollywood as kind of kickstarted by Harvey Weinstein. Um, So it was really interesting because a lot of people were talking about how, you know, does wearing black on the red carpet really make that much of a statement? And is it really going to make a difference? And what, how powerful really can it be? But I actually do think it, it, mm. it is powerful. It's the first time anything like that's ever happened. Mm. It shows how, you know, women in Hollywood are kind of taking a stand and uniting to to kind not of say... Not just women. Yeah, and not just women, men too. Although, I mean, men always wear black on the red carpet. I know, but I feel like some of them really did like black shirts as well. Yeah, true. You know, to make the point. True. Um, I just think it, it's a really interest. It sets a really interesting precedent for awards season in general, mm-hmm. um, because obviously we've got the Oscars coming up, the Grammys. So, I think it's it, it made a really strong point, particularly because at these award ceremonies there is such a strong kind of superficial emphasis placed on what the women are wearing. Right. Yeah. Um, and I think in light of you know today's post Weinstein heightened awareness for sexual harassment culture. It's interesting that people and, and, and good that people are kind of taking a stand against that and saying, you know, what we wear isn't necessarily the only important mm. thing at these. I mean, it, I mean, it's not it's not it shouldn't be the focal point at all, which is why they're kind of taking that away by going to like the dullest color in the color wheel <laughs> for the their dresses. Wheel. Yes, I feel uh, some would argue that black is not even a color. Exactly. So it's kind of removing all of that. Yeah, really interesting. I thought it was definitely striking 
that yeah. everyone was in black. Well, everyone bar a handful of people. Yeah, there were a few people that didn't wear black. Which is another very interesting issue in itself. Yeah, which was also quite a contentious issue, particularly because one woman, an actress called Blanca, Blanca Blanco? Something like that. Or Blanco Blanca. Mm. It's one of those. Um, <laughs> very confusing name. She wore a red satin dress with a kind of slash down the bodice. Mm. Um, so it was quite revealing as well. And it, it um, she looked amazing, though. She did look amazing. And, you know, she has since spoken up about why she didn't wear black and how the issue was kind of bigger than her dress, which I think is also a very important point. Um, so, yeah, it was an interesting, interesting day. Um, other than that, not much has been going on. How about you? Well, I've had like an extra boring week because I've had the flu. The flu? The flu. I'm still <laughs> sort of getting over the flu. I was hoping it might sort of make me have like a little husky, sexy voice. But I don't think it's done that at all. I've just like got a bit of a bunged up nose, which um, doesn't make anyone sound great. So sadly, I've been mainly in bed. Although I have managed to watch a fair bit of Friends. That's good. It, uh, to be fair, the fact that Friends has come on Netflix could not have come at better time for me because it's just, you know, it's real the ideal when you're ill and watching. You know, like, new Black Mirror's come out. I want to watch that too. But mm. it's just not the I've got flu yeah. type of TV. So Friends has really been, you know, been there for me. Speaking of Friends, getting <laughs> can, quite... Wait, can you appreciate what I did there? Oh, sorry, sorry. I'll be there for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah very funny. Thank you. Um, <laughs> speaking, speaking of... God, you find yourself hilarious. Says you. <laughs> I do think I'm very funny, but I am very funny. Um, speaking of Friends, there is that episode when Phoebe gets really ill and she sings Smelly Cat and she has this really sexy, husky yeah. voice. Yes. That could happen to you. Well, let's hold out. My flu's not over yet, so no? I might still get sexy. Yeah, <laughs> let's um, hope. Another life update. Ugh, update? <laughs> another <laughs> life update, though. Um, for all of you who tuned in last week when we had the wonderful Jack May on, um, I'm sure you'll all be thrilled to know that I can give you a little update on his ridiculous dating scenario. If you didn't listen to his tale, do listen back to last week's podcast. I can confirm that he is going out with the guy in question tomorrow or if you're listening to this podcast on the day it comes out today oh how exciting so after that whole saga they're still going out on a date and uh you know that i'll be very nosy and try and find out how how it went and we'll keep you posted this is going to be a podcast dedicated to jack may's love life <laughs> it's such a modern dating story if that actually worked out for them both it'd be brilliant well, considering all we're doing is um, having flu, it's not that exciting. So, now it is time for our Bumble bio of the week. Ta -dun -dun -dun. That was really good theme music. Thanks. So, it's actually very interesting because this time of year, everyone's been saying is the busiest time of the year for dating apps. So, it's when everyone's doing the sliding, not the sliding, the swiping, the matching. Um, and Maybe sliding. Maybe sliding. I mean, you don't really slide into someone's DMs though on a dating app, do you? No. No. Anywho, um, so this is a guy called Peter who's 27. And his bio goes, I'm pretty new to this. How do I order the Uber? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I just want to clarify something. Like, that did make me laugh. But can we just, can we talk about what he means? What does he mean? It's funny. I know it's funny, but why is it funny? Because it's, when, it's what joking is like he thinks it's he's on Uber. But... Get oh. it? I mean, I'm really as if I had to explain that to well, you. Well, no, because <laughs> I wasn't really sure. In my mind, it was like, I'm new to this. Like, how do I order the Uber as in to go on a date or? 
to I go. mean, that's fully not how I read it. Oh, it's a, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not good at dating apps, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't get it. I laughed, though. But I often laugh at things I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> um... <laughs> So that's funny whichever way you interpret it. So thanks, Peter. I feel really smart now. Um, good. I enjoyed that bio. I just thought it was funny. Yeah. Didn't really tell me anything about him, but I was like, lol. Yeah, but I think, I, you know, whenever I'm on the dating apps, I look for some sort of joke mm. rather than I like surfing and mm. long walks and baths. Or do you know what I'm so over um, when guys like put like reviews in like, Hilarious anonymous Tinder woman, really charming young man, my mum. Do you know what I mean? Like, so I like... had never seen that before, but then this weekend I was looking and I saw a lot of those, like six or seven. And I thought them, I thought they were quite funny and original until I saw, you know, the sixth or seventh one. I was yeah. like, oh, this is clearly a thing that people do. Yeah. Yeah. And then it'll be like, it'll be like, stop asking me for reviews, recent date or something, as like the last one. Ha! <laughs> It's so funny. I mean, it's like marginally funny the first time you've seen it. But yeah, I was amused, and then I was like, okay, this is clearly a trend. We are not amused. No. <laughs> Anywho, um, so keeping on the technology vein, let's talk about sliding into DMs. Now, we also discussed this a little bit with Jack last week because he is a king of sliding into DMs. Um, so as we said, this is when you're on. Not a dating app, but a social network of some kind, usually Instagram or Twitter. And you go from, you know, just exchanging tweets or commenting or liking into someone's DM. So this is like a private message that only you and they can see. And, you know, it's sort of become a thing now, sliding into DMs, which is like people joke that if you slide into someone's DMs, it's you're making a move. You fancy them, you're trying to get in there. Um, and this has sort of become a talking point in the past week because tech writer Holly Brockwell tweeted a picture, well, it's sort of a screen, ga- screen grab of a guy who had slid into her DM saying, Hi, Holly, I hope this isn't an overstep. If it is, please ignore. I think you're really cool. Would you be interested in getting a coffee sometime? Now, she replied saying... Sorry, no, I've got a boyfriend, but thank you so much for your polite and respectful approach. And I wish more guys approached me and women like this. Um, However, people responded to her sharing that image in different ways. So she tweeted it saying, men of Twitter, if you're going to do it, this is how you do it. Kind of like as a guide to Mm. sliding into DMs, being like, this is the non-creepy way to do it. And... I think, yeah, there's been mixed reactions online. Some people have kind of supported what Holly said and been like, yeah, go him. Like, you know, well done for him for having the courage to do that and to do it in a, you know, polite, kind way. Um, But then other people, so another writer um, called Rosalind Warren tweeted to say, God, the bar is so low for men, Mm. you know, implying that if this is something that we're praising, then it's just, I mean, it's just absurd because it's like, because he didn't ask for nudes, he's like the most polite guy in the world. Send a dick pic. Yeah, exactly. I think that's a very valid point. Like, this guy has shown, like, common courtesy, standard manners, been, you know, a normal, polite human, and everyone's being like, wow, what an amazing guy. Yeah. I mean, it says a lot. 
It says a lot about the kind of DMs we're used to seeing. Yeah, exactly. Um, oh God, the things I get, the things I get. Awful. What kind of things? What kind of things have you had? Um, it's just the standard stuff that women get, like, like hey, sexy, hey, hot stuff. Yeah, or like, just like, hey, can you send me pics? Really? Or like, oh, I get. Do you know what's really weird? So, ages ago, I wrote this article about cuckolding, just about the cuckolding community. And now I get a lot of guys basically asking if they, if I would like to get involved with them in that. Really? I also wrote about financial domination. And then I get a lot of guys saying, can I send you money? Really? Because that's some sort of, you know, for them, that's how So they... these are guys who've read your article, looked you up on Instagram and found you? Or Twitter, Oh, or Twitter, okay. Um, see, I always think that sliding into DMs is an Instagram thing. And oh, I, think I think it's, it's interesting. Yeah, see, I think it's interesting to talk about the different platforms because Instagram, my gut reaction... So I actually have, I think I've never really received a creepy sliding into DMs message, but my friends have. And they get them all on Instagram because Instagram is obviously kind of an aesthetic-led visual platform mm. where women and men are possibly sharing selfies of themselves. They're showing the world what they look like. Mm. So that can attract, you know, say you've got bikini pictures on your Instagram feed. That can then attract the creepier message. So I find it interesting that people are resorting to Twitter, which is obviously, you know, a word-based platform. Well, I just, you know, I'm very good at words, Olivia. So... <laughs> seduce people with my witty bants. Yeah, it's just funny. <laughs> I think it's it's interesting. I think, I don't know if, you know, the message that he sent to her on Twitter, I think it's probably much more common for people to slide into DMs that way on Twitter than it is on Instagram. Well, of course, like, he did say, like, you know, I think you are really cool. Not saying, like, I think you're really hot. Yeah, exactly, which is why I think it's almost better if you're going to do some DM sliding, it's it's less creepy inherently to do it on mm. something like Twitter because yep. they, they're attracted to the things you say mm. rather than the images you post. Yeah, I have had um, guys on Instagram as well. It's absolutely jokes. I remember like last summer, I posted a picture of me in a swimming costume. Um, it wasn't like raunchy or anything. It was really rather zoomed out and it was like, from behind anyway like there was nothing <laughs> there was nothing you know majorly exposed and I wasn't you know it was really the year of the swimming costumes that you know came so high up like your hips and like your everything I did not I was not in one of those swimming okay. costumes because I you know what I mean anyway I'm trying respectful. to say yeah a respectful one piece quite mm -hmm. it was pink and had flamingos on of course it did <laughs> um but after I posted this picture I had loads of guys some I knew some I didn't DMing me on Instagram just like oh my god that picture blah blah and then like trying to start a conversation with me and I was just like really? seriously like you are so simple I'm sorry like so I posted funny. a picture in a swimming costume and now you're all suddenly flocking I mean wow Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. 
PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. So funny. I mean, like, the thing is, I do understand why people do it. Um, not necessarily from a creepy perspective, but this guy, for example, who did it in, you know, the polite, right, mm. in, you know, inverted commas, way... If you are attracted to someone that you kind of see their presence online and you don't know them, you know, she clarified that she did not know this person mm. and you don't have their Facebook info, you don't have their phone number, how else do you get in touch with them? Okay, so do you know what I think is interesting? <coughs> Sorry. Um, this guy, like, just came, like, I think this was the start of their conversation. He just said that, whereas I would be a bit like, ooh, literally don't know you at all i if i was her and she you know said she was never going to go out with him anyway because she has a boyfriend um i would have been a bit like whoa like bit bold to just ask me out straight away mate can't what well, i i would have thought it would have been better for him to like like message her about something else like strike yeah, up a conversation and get to know each other a bit before asking out um, there's also the fact that some people were saying, like, was well, a bit presumptuous that he's trying to ask you out on a date. Like, he could have just been literally going for a friendly coffee. But I'm like, mm, I've, I think, you know. So I think that's a really interesting debate because this is something I experienced recently. So I had been talking to a guy at the pub uh-huh. and he sent me a message. On, a guy you already knew? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not, re- not very well. Uh-huh. And um, he sent me a message on my Twitter DMs kind of in reference to something that we had been talking about. Uh, so after the pub? After the pub, yeah. In reference to something we had been talking about, you know, we hadn't, we didn't have each other's numbers, we didn't, um, like, have each other on Facebook, nothing. So uh-huh. he sent me this message, and then we had, like, a brief conversation about something else. And then a few days later, he actually ended up asking me out. Oh, over Twitter DMs? Over Twitter DMs, oh. yeah. And I was talking about this with him the other day, and I was like, yeah, but you slid into my DMs. And he was like, what? No, I didn't. I was just sending you a you know, friendly message about something we were talking about. And I was like, absolutely not. I'm sorry. You, you then, you used that as a springboard to strike up a conversation and then ask me out. Like, am I deluded or is that what happened? He definitely slid into your DMs. But it's really funny how he just did not see it that way at all. No, because he didn't... I think he did. I think he was just trying to say he didn't. Do you think? Yeah. He seemed pretty confident that it wasn't a DM slide. It's just quite funny because I think obviously guys and girls have very different perceptions in that. And I think, I don't know, I just think whenever you kind of go out of your way to get in touch with someone that is... I don't, I don't know, maybe if he hadn't asked me out a few days later, I wouldn't have thought anything of it. I wouldn't have thought of it as a slide, but because he did, like, that is mm. a slide. Yeah. Is it not? It's really, I think, yeah. <laughs> I'm I glad think you agree. absolutely, yes. <laughs> because I was like, am I just really arrogant? And I thought that was a slide. No, because... I otherwise... haven't had many slides to compare it to. I keep saying slide. <laughs> slide as a word is going to lose all meaning it soon. Is. Um, I think it was a slide. I, like... He, why would he have needed to say something to you so badly if he wasn't interested in you, you know, on yeah. a romantic level? It was just quite an unnecessary message, I suppose. And like you said before, it's much more effective, I think, to talk to some, to strike up a conversation about something 
you know, if you're going to message someone that you don't know very well on a social media platform, talk about something else first and then ask them out. I do agree with you that the way this guy went about it by just asking her out straight off the back was a was a bit yeah. much, even though it's it's not creepy. It's still very forward, particularly yeah. if they don't know each other and they've never spoken to one another before. Yeah, I'd be like, who the hell are you? Yeah, and I'm I think it's... meet up with you. Yeah, exactly. And it's it would be quite... It's just quite a bold thing to do. And... They're obviously strangers, so it's kind of like agreeing to a blind date. In a way, it's like, okay, I, I respect his boldness. Yeah. But also, I'm like, I wouldn't go out with him. Yeah. It's also interesting because, you know, would would we have that reaction if someone said that to us in real life? In a bar? If someone came up to us and was like, hey, I think you look really cool. Do you want to go grab a drink sometime? I mean, that I, I would just be literally like, what? That just doesn't happen, does it? No, no. Doesn't people happen. don't come up to people in bars. No, they really don't. It's a bit, I don't know. I don't know. I don't have any experience of that. No, neither. No one does that anymore because it's all online. It's so funny. I know. What have we become? Yeah. I don't know. I think it's really interesting. I think, yes, as we you know, often conclude, there's no right way and wrong way to do something because different people will react different ways. Mm. But I think that guy was definitely sliding into her DMs in a romantic way. I want, oh, she didn't share. Holly didn't share how he responded when she said... Oh, no, so she did. So oh, basically did. what happened is the, the person that kind of disputed whether it was a date or not um, tweeted her saying, feeling lucky that none of the people I've texted for coffee have replied with, soz babe, I'm taken. I would have literally taken this to mean coffee, but then I'm old and still get biros from the bar staff to write blokes' numbers on so my So Shabby Call Sandy? Possibly. I think it was. Was it? She writes for Independent Voices. Ah, well, there you go then. Okay, yeah, so that's what she said. And then Holly replied and said, it was a cold approach from a virtual stranger on Twitter. Not many ways to take that, really. Revealed he later confirmed he had asked her out and she is setting him up. Wait, he had asked me out. I'll start that again. <laughs> Holly replied it was a cold approach from a virtual stranger on Twitter. Not many ways to take that, really. And then, ex and then she explained that he he revealed to her that he had asked her out and Holly then later set him up with her friend. Cute. So quite a happy ending. All winners here. Yeah. Well, I hope it goes well for them. <laughs> I hope it's not a dating disaster. <laughs> oh, I see what you did uh, there. Uh, Very uh, good. These segues, I know. <laughs> so dating disaster of the week. Thank you for sending this one in. Here goes. A few years ago when I was 26, before the age of Tinder, I met a guy in the pub one night when we were there with our respective groups of friends. We snogged, exchanged numbers and arranged to go out for, the, for a first date the following week. The date started with us meeting once again at the pub. It was all going fine until his housemates turned up and started making faces at him through the window. They knew where he was going on the date. I felt like I was on a date with a teenager. He was 26 too. For some reason, I agreed to go back to his house to watch a film. Afterwards, when we were chatting, we heard whispering and giggling outside the room. His three housemates burst in wearing just their pants and started wrestling on the floor. The whole thing was completely inexplicable. Oh, and then he accompanied me home on a longboard. You know, like a skateboard, but longer and infinitely more uncool. Just awful. I'm going to take a guess and reckon that that guy and all of his housemates are still single. I mean, <laughs> wow. That is ridiculous. Twin they're 26 and they're like listening in on the day and breaking in and wrestling on the floor. It's so childish. Oh my God, that would that's the most off-putting thing. I mean, 
I mean, I would say I feel really sorry for the guy that his housemates thought it would be so hilarious to try and yeah, mess they it do, all up. Yeah. But he also took her home on a longboard, which I didn't even know no, was a I, thing. I didn't know that was a thing. Um, but I just, oh God, that's just so that's like... So embarrassing. Rat housey. It's just so very embarrassing. Yeah. I really, I mean, at 26... I know. That is shameful. We haven't even got there yet. No. no. I, don't, I haven't had anything that bad. I, mean, I meant the age, but yeah. No, I know. <laughs> okay. I mean, like, <laughs> I mean, like, I'm, you know, younger and I haven't had any, yeah. you know, experiences no, of neither. people, you know, being exp- extremely childish like that. Although, I did date a guy a year or so ago who explained that when he was at uni... Whenever one of his housemates had a girl round, he and his other housemates would like play this like ridiculous playlist of sexy music outside the room, <laughs> which is like kind of funny. But that is quite funny. Also, like I mean, incredibly immature, but quite yes, funny. I exactly. wonder what was on the sexy playlist. I can't like remember. Marvin Gaye. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, a That's hilarious nice. story. Um, thank you for sending it in. So, the next topic we're going to talk about today is the ick. Now, I think this is so interesting because whenever I've spoken to girlfriends about getting the ick, they all know exactly what what I mean. And people say, oh, yeah, yeah, the ick. Oh, you've got the ick. Oh, it sounds like you've got the ick. (laughs) Whereas boys are like, what? Do boys not know what it means? No. Really? Boys don't. Do you know what? I've never heard of boys getting the ick. Interesting. I don't know. Maybe they just haven't, you know, known what it is, or maybe they just don't talk about it. Well, I think if they watched Love Island, they would know what it is. Okay, so the ick is not like a new thing, but I think they they spoke about it on Love Island, didn't yeah. they? I mean, okay, I have a dictionary definition from Urban Dictionary. Okay, we love Urban Dictionary. We do. Okay, you could be on the chirps with a guy or girl. Everything seems to be going fine. You think you like them, but then you suddenly catch. The ick. <laughs> From then on, you can't look at the person in the same way. You just progressively get more and more turned off by them. Weirdly, and maybe for no reason in particular, you're grossed out by them. You'll cringe at the thought of you and them together. Nothing will be the same. You won't be able to do it any longer, and eventually you have to cut it off. I mean, I find this so relatable. Yeah, it's very relatable. So relatable. And it's it's also just very refreshing to know I'm not the only one, because I've had so many occasions where I have been can be so into a guy... Like, really, like, like everything about them, just want to spend time with them, just want to talk to them. And then suddenly, everything they do drives me crazy. Yeah. And they haven't, they haven't done anything wrong. Yeah. Everything, everything that you used to find cute and maybe sexy now repulses you and makes you recoil and annoys you and cringes you out. What is it about? I, so I actually think it goes back to what we were saying in another episode about I think it was the New Year's resolution episode when I was saying Mm. how I need to stop thinking about things so much because I project this kind of false reality of what the person that I'm seeing is like. Mm. And they always end up disappointing me because they never actually like that because I end up overthinking things and fantasizing about what that person is and what this relationship could be. And I think it just goes into that whole idea of kind of making up making that person up in your head before you've got to know them properly so then when you do get to know them properly you see that they don't live up to you know how you built them up in your head and then they start to annoy you and then you get the switch and that is what I think the ick is I disagree disagree I actually don't think 
the ick is about finding out when someone isn't who you think they are. I I just think it's something completely irrational. Where I don't know if it comes down to like, I think it, you know, Mm, I was gonna say I think it always happens in the early stages of seeing someone. I I, I agree. Months. I think it does always happen because I think if you make it past that stage, I don't know if you're gonna get the ick after like a year. I don't no, think because because you know them well by that point. I think yeah. I think it happens when you're still getting to know someone. Yeah, it's just it's kind of like uh, this like thing that just comes out of nowhere. And, you know, when you start dating someone, I'm like, oh, I really hope I don't get the ick. I hope I don't get the ick. But the ick might appear. You have no control over the ick. And then once you've got the ick, can you fight it? Can you push the ick away? So you think it literally just comes out of thin air? I do. Really? I don't think it... I don't... I just... No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> no, how can it come out of thin air? I don't know. Exactly. But, I mean, <laughs> anything can come out of thin air. But I just think there's never... Well, not there's never. I think there is always a reason as to why you would suddenly be unattracted to someone. You know, it, it could be a little thing that they start doing that turns you off. So, like, for example, it could be they start, I don't know, maybe talking in a baby voice or Ugh. they start behaving in, like, a really clingy or needy way. Maybe they make a sexist joke. Maybe they mm. do something during sex that makes you feel really uncomfortable. Mm. Like, there's all these things yeah, that maybe. you could pinpoint it to. Yeah, and I think... A trigger. Yeah, there are all these triggers. And those triggers are a sign, you know, they shock you and they make you recoil because you thought that person wouldn't do that because in your head they're this perfect person mm. and they don't behave in that way. So when they do, it's like, oh God, this is who you really are. And then you get the ick. You know, it's funny. I remember uh, going back to Love Island, Montana said about Sam, she said she'd got the ick, but she was like, he's done nothing wrong. Mm. And she was like, I feel guilty because she didn't know why she didn't like him anymore. And I've definitely had that where I can't even put my finger on what it is. But it's just suddenly like, no. Just not attracted not to Not into it, anymore. not feeling it. Mm. Just, yeah. And I sort of like, um, I feel for guys. <laughs> if all <laughs> girls are like this, I'm not saying we're all I'm like sure, this. I'm <laughs> sure guys get the ick too. They, they just don't call it the ick. They just say, oh, I don't fancy you anymore. Is that, is that what boys sound like? Oliver. Yeah. Oh, right, Oliver. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he must be friends with Richard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> haven't, haven't seen Richard for a no, while. No, he hasn't made an appearance. He'll probably be back sometime soon. I feel like I'm already sounding a bit more like him. <laughs> you are, my, uh, you're getting there. Slightly more nasal <laughs> voice this week. Um, yeah, I don't know. The ick's an interesting one. I hope, I hope neither of us get it anytime soon. Yeah, I mean, I've definitely had it in the past. Haven't we all? Yeah, I think we all have. I think even guys have. They just won't call it that. Maybe they will now. Yes. Hello, male listeners. <laughs> if you have the ick, please tell us about it. Please do. Please do. But please also send in your dating disaster stories. Yes. We always want to hear those. Um, so if you do have a story to send in, please email it to us at millennial.love at independent.co.uk or you can tweet them to us. I am at Rachel underscore Hosey and Olivia is at Olivia Petter one. Don't worry, all stories will be kept anonymous. Sadly, this is all we've got time for for today. I know, it always goes so quickly. It really does. It really does. Um, please do subscribe, rate us, review us on iTunes. This helps other people discover the podcast and you also get notified every week when a new episode becomes available. And that's it. Thank you for listening. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.